Hey, it's John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and it's The Entrepreneurial You, the show for dedicated and passionate Caribbean entrepreneurs seeking daily inspiration, brought to you by author, speaker, and award-winning entrepreneur, Henneke Wakis-Porter. You must be prepared to ignite. One thing you should really think about when you're producing content is what is the point of this content? Is it it's informational? Okay, great. But what do you want the user to do? When they get to the end of it, have they is that finished? Should they just go back to Google or go to Facebook or whatever? Or what do you want them to do? Do you want them to join an email list? Do you want them to buy something? You should really have a strong call to action that links in with whatever that content is about. Hi, I'm Henneke Watkins-Sporzo, your inspirational leader and host of the Entrepreneurial You podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Bookophilia, Patwa Apparel, and the Jamaica Stock Exchange. And now let's go to today's episode. On the Entrepreneurial You today is someone who started out as a software engineer and worked for a variety of companies before he took a break from the corporate world to backpack and find his passion. He ended up developing a game and was looking for ways to promote it, which led him to learn about SEO. He started creating tools that increased website ranking, which is now the basis of his company, Ardo SEO. Ardo SEO is the ultimate multinational backlink building company that helps businesses achieve utmost success in their respective niches by using the most innovative methods of marketing online, including search engine optimization, search engine ranking, and link building. I'm more than happy to have on the show today, Chris Reed. Welcome, Chris. Hey, Hanneke. Thanks very much for having me. And it's my absolute pleasure. So here is my fun question to get you started. If you were running for office, what would your campaign slogan be? <laughs> you mean a uh, public office uh, I gather in the government? Yes. Oh, geez, you'd have to put a, put a hell of a carrot to get me there. Well, uh, well my, my, my digital marketing name is the coolest guy in SEO. So let's go to the coolest guy in government. All righty, that works. All right, so I wanted to get out of the way your social media handle so that our community members can tweet at you or, you know, reach out to you in the event that you were saying something at that at a particular point and it grabs them and they would just want to reach at you right at that moment. So go right ahead. Yeah, sure. So if you, you can just Google the coolest guy in SEO and you'll see everything about me. There's Twitter and Facebook and, you know, plenty of articles and people writing about me and lots of lots of press. So that's the best way to track me down. And, of course, my peak performers, you know that you can reach me, HennekeWatkinsSupporter.com, PatuaParl.com, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, which uh, I'm mostly on Instagram these days. So you can reach me at HennekeWatkinsSupporter or PatuaParl. So now we are going to demystify this whole subject of SEO. And Chris is here, Chris Reed is here from Ardo SEO to do exactly that. And we're so happy to have Chris on the show. So Chris, you, I did mention in the bio how you backpack and you went on to find your passion, but just give us a little more into how you ended up founding this company and now you are so much, you are the coolest guy in, um, in SEO. Tell us about that journey. Yeah, so I, I'm a software engineer and I was working in finance on the biggest project in Europe, actually. It was a really great project and very interesting. 
but then came the financial crisis and uh, the project pretty much got scrapped uh, as all the banks lost all their money and I lost my job like many other of the 800 developers I think it was working on the project it was really big I thought well what am I going to do I got a bank full of money and nothing to do so I started backpacking around and I built this online game just for a bit of fun to kind of learn some new software and stuff and as the game was getting to be ready I was like well how do you, how do you get people to a website how do you get people to come and play your game and so I started learning about SEO and at the time I had a Russian girlfriend and she said well come move to Russia and I did and I, I, I didn't speak Russian at the time and so I couldn't really get a job and so I thought well man, you know how am I going to make some money and feed myself and so I started looking at SEO and I saw that businesses need help to rank their website and turned out that I was pretty good at ranking websites. So, yeah, that's where that's where it all began. All right. Sounds interesting. It's also interesting to know that you didn't even think about who you're going to feed yourself before you moved to Russia with your girlfriend. You know, your girlfriend first and, of course, think about how I'm going to do this after. Yeah. <laughs> well, she was she, she was really pretty. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so interesting story there. And now it leads us into the subject matter at hand, which is SEO. What is SEO? And we also hear the whole, um, so there is search engine optimization and there is search engine marketing. What are we talking about when we talk about that? And what's the difference between the two? Search engine marketing is the paid ads that you see on Google. So if you, certainly if you type in any lawyer key phrase, like you know, divorce lawyer, Las Vegas, you're going to see lots of ads. They, they come up the top and on the side, and they have a little symbol next to them that is ads. And this is how Google makes their money. Uh, and then SEO is the organic listings on the side. The ads, basically, whoever spends the most money wins and gets to the top. It's a little bit more complicated than that, but that's essentially it. And the organic listings are free, but it's who Google determines provides the best a search result, the best answer to the person's question. So that's that's the difference between the two. All right. So we are going to be delving more into SEO further down, but I just want to get from you, you know, a feel of which is better. In the in the short term, SEM, search engine marketing, is better. In the long term, SEO. So SEM, you spend and you instantly, you can instantly turn it on and you can instantly turn it up which is great. I mean, so recently we had a customer come to us and uh, that had a pretty small budget. They gave us an initial budget and we put together a plan and then they they went, oh, we've got to scale down because we just, we don't have the money. And I said, well, you clearly need some money now, right? And SEO takes some time and especially in the state that their website was in. And so I said, well, let's turn on AdWords, turn on SEM, get you making some money and then we can scale up and so what what you need to work out with SEM is how much is your customer worth and so he said okay his customer is worth a hundred dollars and so how much of that is 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 profit and it's like let's say it's eighty dollars so you know twenty dollars in costs and then you got eighty dollars in profit so well, then you can spend eighty dollars to get that customer and you know you don't make any money but it's you're still growing and now you have a new customer and you might be spending something better. But, you know, like $50 would be a better cost acquisition. 
And so say at AdWords, you were spending $5 per click. So $50 will get you 10 clicks to your website. And if you were getting a 10% conversion rate, well, that's one sale. So that adds up to $50. You make $30 product uh, profit. And then the $20 is the expensive, you know, whatever product you have. And so that works great. And you can scale that up too, you know, because Google has a lot of traffic and away you go. But the one problem, if you're spending, say, $1,000 a month on that, you that's all you get is $1,000 worth. Where SEO, if you spend $1,000 on SEO in your first month, okay, you're not going to get the same instant uh, traffic, but it compounds. So say it, it, it brings you 10 visitors a month. Then the next month you spend, you know, another thousand dollars. Well, you get an extra ten. The ten, this first ten plus the next ten. So now you're getting twenty. And then the next month you're you're getting thirty. And the next month you're getting forty because it keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And so with your with your spend with AdWords, that thousand dollars is always going to get you the same amount. With SEO, that thousand dollars every month it's going to compound and be more and more and more. So. In the long term, SEO way uh, beats AdWords. So it depends on what our strategy and objective is at a particular point in time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it, and it always depends where your where your website's at. But so, like this customer that came to us, uh, he wanted to scale down his SEO plan, and his website needed quite a lot of work done to it. And I'm like, man, that's going to take. The, the way you're scaling it down, it's going to take a couple months just to fix the technical stuff. And so you're not going to be making any real money. So that's why I suggested he switch to AdWords. And so he told me how many how many customers he needs. He said, okay, at $50, as soon as we can uh, generate $100, 100 customers per month with AdWords, well, then we can afford to turn that SEO on. And so that's perfect. Now we have a great strategy that... Uh, how to bring in 100 customers as soon as we do then he can turn on the seo and the beauty with seo too uh is it it is it complements sem so the amount that you pay for an ad based is based on how relevant you are so if you and i are competing for a, a term like seo i'm my website's much more relevant than yours so google won't charge me as much where they'll charge you more because it's less relevant because they still want the ad, the person clicking on the ad to get a good search result. So the you can ultimately pay whatever you want, and you'll eventually you could rank for any keyword in the ads. But it's bad for the user, so they're going to charge you a lot more. So as you do SEO and improve the quality of your website and the relevance of your website, the actual spend that you have to spend in AdWords goes down as well. You began a while ago to talk to to enter the next subject area that I want to touch on is that of page ranking. So let's delve into the fundamentals of how Google works, you know, the page rank algorithm and so on. Yeah. So Larry Page, the co-founder of Google, is, you know, a super genius. Uh, You know, (laughs) anyone could wish to be have a brain like his. Uh, Whilst he was at university, he was thinking about, well, how does how do websites work? All the website, all the all the search engines back then in the '90s were just rubbish. You know, Yahoo was probably the dominant one, but there was lots of them like Excite and Alta Vista and all these ones that you know, no one no one remembers. And they used to work based on text. So if you had 
you know, buy ski boots written all over your website, you'd rank number one for buy ski boots. You know, you could keyword stuff. You could put buy ski boots a thousand times on your website and then you would rank number one for it because that's how they ascertain what a website was about. And, you know, he, he looked at this and thought, this is just stupid. It's just, you're getting really bad search results. He thought, well, so when people write a, a book like a thesis and everyone else references their thesis, well, they, they're the dominant authority in that niche. He thought, well, that must be the same for websites. If you've got a website and everyone links to your website, well, you must be the dominant authority. And so he made the PageRank algorithm, which is basically checking how many, how many websites are linking to you. And the more powerful those websites are, the, the more points you get. And that was the fundamentals of the PageRank algorithm. And that's what, what Google started with. And it just proved to provide amazing results. Pretty soon, every other search engine disappeared and you know, Google was worth a gazillion dollars. This is so interesting and there's so much we have to talk about. We're coming up to a, a break, but before we go to the break, you began to mention keywords and link building strategies. And those are two important uh, facets, if as it were, of SEO. So let's talk about one, keyword research in terms of how much, how many keywords we should target and how do we work out the best keywords and also the link building strategies that we can use to increase or uh, improve our SEO ranking. So keyword research, yes, this is really important. Uh, and how in-depth you should go really kind of depends on your budget, how, 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 where you are. Like if you're just starting out, just a handful will do. You know, get started with 10. Uh, you don't have to go crazy. But then as you've got a more established site, you can really build that out and find all the low-hanging fruit. Like, you know, for, for our like full-service customers, you know, we might start looking at 1,000 keywords and then you can start looking at uh, ones that you're already on page two for, so like number 11 position. It's pretty easy to make some tweaks and jump up to page one. So you can get a lot of traffic there for not a lot of work. But to start with, you really just want to focus on your main keywords, but you really need to look at the competition. You know, really valuable. Like if you're a, a small boutique hotel in, say, L.A., you're not going to rank for Hotels LA. Just forget about it. You know, Hotels.com, Booking.com, TripAdvisor, you know, these Yelp, you know, these sort of companies spend, you know, millions upon millions to build their brand and rank for those keywords. You're not going to beat them. So you need to find something that's relative. You know, if you're a boutique hotel that has something special, then go and try and look, try and find those keywords. Some, you know, who you, you should know who comes and stays at your hotel and why they stay at your hotel. So try and find the keywords that they're using to find you. But still, then you should go to Google yourself, type it in, and see that uh, it's not ridiculously competitive. You know, because... It's all about building authority. You need to have more authority than the other other guys. You know, if you're more relevant for that long tail keyword, so there's two types of keywords, short tail and long tail. Uh, a short tail would be like lawyer or lawyer Las Vegas, where a long tail would be, you know, how to find a personal injury lawyer in Las Vegas. You know, there's much less 
search volume for the the long tail and the longer it is uh the easier it is to get as well but it's also can be uh much more accurate to describe your product you know like if you sold ski boots the the keyword ski boots could be really competitive but you might have some really specially designed ones like you know ski boots for for downhill jumping you know and that sure there's only going to be a fraction of people that search that but they're exactly your customers so that's the best keyword to go for you know keyword research can be pretty tricky uh so it really depends on how far into the rabbit hole you're willing to go all right right so let's take it now at and, and have a look at the link building strategies you know what is a bank a backlink rather and why are they so important and if there's a penalty and all of that how do we build backlinks yeah so like as i was talking before about page rank backlinks are what give you page rank a backlink is a web a link from one website to another the little hyperlinks that you click on to go to another website and yeah they're super important the more you have the better well from good quality websites you know and google knows that people know that that's the fundamentals behind google and so people started manipulating the system and uh, generating backlinks in kind of artificial ways and to manipulate the rankings and google got really mad about this and uh, created a penalty for this called the the penguin penalty this created a whole new industry of negative seo where you could link to you know competitors websites and get them uh, de-indexed but Google did the right thing and worked out how to kind of stop that pretty quickly. And so now that's not a big thing, but you still want to be making sure that links coming to your website are really high quality. And so basically you want to think about it as a neighborhood, right? You know, you don't want to be in the sketchy neighborhood with you know, broken down cars and broken windows and graffiti all over the place. And that's not a good representation of your brand. And that's the same on the internet. You don't want bad, yucky websites linking to you. You want really good quality websites to be associated with your brand. And a really good way to get links uh, from good quality websites is to partner with, the, well, to work with the people that you partner with. You know, no website, no business works in isolation, right? Like if you're a, a bakery, you know, you got your oven from somewhere, you buy your flour from somewhere, you know, why don't you partner with these guys and show them the love? You know, generally people are quite passionate about even what they use. Like, you know, tradesmen love their tools. They'll they'll talk about, you know, their brand of tools over another brand of tools all day long. You know, yogis will talk about a different yoga mat. You know, any anyone who's passionate about what they do, they love doing it their particular way because they think that's the best. And so, you know, work with the companies that you do think are the best and show a real appreciation for them. They'd, they'd love to see a use case too. If you're a hairdresser and you always use uh, a L'Oreal hair dye, you know, you could make a great article about, you know, we always use this, this hair dye because it's the best hair dye and this is why and here's, here's a customer that we recently uh, dyed a hair for and this is her really happy. So that shows a cool customer testimonial as well, which builds a lot of uh, credibility. And if you pass that on to L'Oreal, they'd go, awesome. We love great testimonials. They'll probably show it, share it on their social media and give you a link. And so then you get in real traffic and you know, real press. 
What an interesting discussion we've been having. We're talking with Chris Reed of Ardo SEO. At this point in time, I'm going to take a break to thank my sponsor and come right back. When we come back, we are going to be looking at having a content plan and content performance analysis and so on. You know, we don't want to have this discussion ending. It's just so interesting. And I'm sure so many of you are getting insights on how SEO actually work. Let's take a break. Peak performers. Success is something that we gradually work towards as an end goal, but we need to be in the right environment to make it happen. Bookophilia is dedicated to providing a space for book, coffee and tea lovers, creatives, educators, students and professionals who want ideas, innovation and inspiration. They have a variety of high quality books, a cafe, Events such as book launches, signings and art exhibitions and professional services uniquely tailored to your needs, culture and tastes. Their environment provides for the full literary arts experience, allowing for multifaceted creative expressions. Find them on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at Bookophilio. Do you want to see the world filled with better leaders? Filling the world with leaders worth following starts with you and you can be that leader in your company, organization or community. On May 4, 2018, join more than 100,000 leaders from around the globe at the world's largest leadership event, LeaderCast Live. Broadcast live from Atlanta to a community near you, LeaderCast Live will allow you to learn from leaders like Andy Stanley, Michael Hyatt and Dr. Jim Lur. For more information on this can't miss event, visit henikawatkisporter.com and click on Leadercast Kingston and invest in the future of your career, your organization, your community and your world. Welcome back. Yes, Chris, let's continue our SEO conversation. Now let's move into content planning. How do we build a strategy to regularly add great content to our websites? Once you've defined the, the keywords that you want, what you need to do is build the content to get those keywords. You know, you're not going to rank for, well, some long tail keyword unless you have content about it. You need to add good quality content regularly. Depending on how much time you have, you know, it should depend on how much content you can create. That'll that'll be a plan based on, say, say if you've got enough time to make one article a week, the rule that we stand by is you should be spending 20% of your time making that content and 80% of your time getting that content read. Because Google knows that, uh, well, they're looking for great content. And if they know people like your content, then they'll rank it. If they know people that don't like your content, then they won't. So if you write an article about you know how to buy the best ski boots and people start linking to it, well, then they, Google goes, wow, that must be great content. Awesome. But also, this is, this is where the next part comes in about the usability of your content, the relative of your content. So say you, you rank for how to buy the best keyword, uh, ski boots. Someone comes to your website and it's not good content. They go back to Google. That's a sign to Google that they did not find what they're after and that should not rank for this. There's a really actually brilliant, brilliant case study uh, from, it's a very technical website called Backlinko. Uh, he wrote, wrote a very good article on how to get high backlinks, high page rank backlinks. Because of his domain authority, he ranked in Google for the keyword, how to get high. 
he's an SEO website. It's he's not about how to get high, and he saw a huge spike in his traffic as there was all these people that wanted to know how to get high were turning up his website, but they were returning back to Google really quickly because you know it's not about their subject matter, and so Google realized very quickly that this is not a relevant content, and so they dropped it very quickly. And so you need to make sure that your content performs. If people are leaving it, it's rubbish. You need to fix it. And so this this comes into content performance. And so there's a, a free tool that every website should use called Google Analytics. In fact, in fact, Google Analytics used to be, it was designed by another company. Uh, Google bought it off them a very long time ago now for hundreds of millions of dollars. And it used to be a paid tool. It used to be quite expensive too. And Google went, that's an amazing tool. We're going to buy it and gave it away for free. And, you know, it's super valuable. It's it's pretty overwhelming. Like there's so much data in there. It can get really tricky to use. But the basics, you can go through it and you can see what people are doing on your website. Where are they entering? So if you've just started, you've got a spike for some keyword you can see that people are coming for that keyword cool you can see if they're where they're bouncing bouncing means where they're leaving your website and so if they're coming in on that page and they're leaving well you better do something about it why are they leaving you know is the content not relevant or does it just satisfy their needs you know one thing you should really think about when you're producing content is what is the point of this content is it it's informational okay great but what do you want the user to do? When they get to the end of it, have they? is that finished? Should they just go back to Google or go to Facebook or whatever? Or what do you want them to do? Do you want them to join an email list? Do you want them to buy something? You, know, you should really have a strong call to action that, that links in with whatever that content is about. You know, If this is a great article about how to buy the best ski boots, cool, then you know, have a have a great guide. This is this is how you buy the best ski boots, and then have your selection criteria at the, at the bottom. You know, if it's the first thing you you look at the the color or whatever whatever it is, then you at the bottom you can have your color panel. Cool. Now here's how you how you, how you select our color. Step one. You know, so you integrate it. You know, into the article. We could talk about this all day. But of course, we are coming to a close, Chris, and I'd love for you to share with us your final thoughts, your final tips on how to optimize our websites or our content, whatever it is, for search engines. SEO is a really, like it's a huge industry and it can get tricky. It can get really complicated, but it doesn't have to be. I mean, you can at least start somewhere. And what I would really highly recommend is you go to Google, and you type in site, S-I-T-E, colon, and then your domain name. And you'll see all of your pages that are indexed in Google. It just shows your site. And you can see them in order of relevance. So it'll have your, it should have your domain name first and then your most important pages next. You know, if it's not your most important pages that come up in that order, then your structure of your site's wrong. You should look at the title tags and the descriptions. The title tags is the, the main heading that will come up in Google. If they're not accurate or don't have a good description of your, of that page, then go and get that fixed. 
scroll down through the search results. If you've got millions of pages indexed, there could be something wrong unless you've really got that much content and, well, do you really need that much content? Look through it and see if there's pages that are indexed that shouldn't be indexed. Removing those will keep more page rank to the pages that should be indexed and have help them rank better. Yeah, so I, I think that's a really powerful tool that you can use and you can have some simple ways to fix your website. We have been talking with Chris Reed of Ardo SEO and you have provided such insight. I know that this is not enough time to delve into everything that we need to delve in about SEO. And so here's an opportunity I'm going to give to you now, Chris, for you to put out there your contact information so that my community members Uh, I know that they have questions and they want to reach out to you. So go right ahead and share your contact details on where to find you. Sure. Well, I hope I did uh, give some value and information there. and It can be overwhelming. So, you know, start off small. But if you have any questions, feel free to contact me. Just Google the coolest guy in SEO. You'll see me and uh, fire away whichever way you'd like to contact Amazing. We have been educated on the subject of SEO. And of course, we yearn for more. So we'll be reaching out to you. Thank you so much, Chris, for spending time with us. Thank you so much for adding so much value. And I wish you all the best as you continue to you know, educate and you continue to allow businesses to thrive by being able to rank highly in the different search engines. And now, to be a optimized. word from our amazing sponsors. We needed to raise capital, but our experience with local financial institutions was that they were cautious and slow to act, and interest rates were far too high. We had real concerns about financing our business through outside equity investors and the possibility of interference. Could we get a fair valuation for our business? We had our own ideas about the business and its value. Should I go the traditional route of bank financing or should I try the Jamaica Stock Exchange? So we made a call and experienced transformation of our business through conversations. I'm John Mafood, CEO of Jamaican Teas, and we're listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. Give us a call today at 876-967-3271 to begin your transformation through conversation. We want to see your company listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. What do you know? We have come to the end of another great episode of the Entrepreneurial You podcast. I trust that you learned something and that something resonated with you so that you can share with others. And speaking of sharing, I'd so love for you to leave a comment on the show notes page of each episode. Well, we're talking about this one in particular. Leave a comment at the end of the page so that when you go the topic, you click down. And at the end, there is an option there for you to comment. If you're accessing through iTunes, then by all means, I'd love for you to leave a rate and review. That will keep us as a top rated podcast. It means a lot to me for you to help me out in this way, right? I know you are listening from all over the world. And I so appreciate it from Japan to Germany to India to Pakistan, everywhere in the Caribbean, in the United States, in Jamaica in particular. Big up my Jamaican peeps. Big up those, of course, in Ohio and all those other states that persons are listening in from, that you are listening in from. I so truly appreciate you. Now, if you want to reach out to me personally, 
you can actually send me an email, you know, send it to Henneke Watkins Porter at gmail.com. I am truly looking forward to connecting with you. If you want to send me a voicemail too, you can do that through my website. Just go to the middle at the right of the screen. There is an option for voicemail when you go to hennekawatkinsporter.com. I do want to hear from you. Remember, you were born to win, but to be a winner, you must plan to win, prepare to win, and expect to win. What good 